0: Okay, so we we'll continue with part B. Uh, we're going to continue along our quest of learning the alochas of the nine days. Yesterday, toivi, uh, we went through the alochas be'ikur of meat and wine, washing clothing, and showering. Um, I do want to mention just one addition, even though it's not really our sugar because it's not the nine days, it's the three weeks, and that is about music. Um, if anybody is in quarantine which again, quarantine in your countries is not so negea, but in our country, where I am, it's, it's serious, and needs to listen to music, then is absolutely a hetter to listen to music. And even if you're not, if a guy's stuck at home or whatever it is, he's not got work, he's not doing anything, then definitely there is a mockum to listen, for sure slow, for sure. That's a double posh Now let's move on. Swimming. So the tour brings an Abi that the meaning is not to swim, even in cold water during the nine days. Uh, and that we you know is a minute that's Mikubal in Klal Yisrael, obviously for, um, for medical purposes, for example, someone that needs to for his health or, you know, anything that fits into that category would obviously be muta, uh, mikvah. So, Lemaisa without going involved, Corona, a lot of people are not going to the Mikvah because they don't want to infect anybody else, which is very responsible. But for those people that are doing, anyone that normally goes, he's obviously allowed to go to the Mikvah. There's a famous sheet in the Korban, the Sun, on the Masech to Shabbos, where he writes that going into the mikveh is not called Ruchitsa, which is why he are allowed to do on Shabbos morning. It's called Tevila. And therefore, that's why there's no problem. And therefore, that's why it's not an issue over here. In fact, the, Rabbi Khan Knievsky has a say for orches Yosha. And uh, he writes over there in Perik from a Shilas and Truvis Min He says that this is a very scary thing, by the way. But he says that people that daven without tvila are goyim arichas hagula. They cause the base of Mikdash not to be rebuilt because they're davening in the morning without going to the mikvah. Now it's interesting because it was more called with Chassidim by the Litvaks, but um, Rav Shainberg used to always when he was talking to someone. First of all, Shamik himself was very mouth put the mikvah. But when he was talking to people and someone wouldn't understand what he's saying, so meaning like he was talking, telling them a shayla or an answer and they were, I couldn't get it. He said, Did you go to the mikveh this morning? No. Go to mikvah, you'll understand. Right? Even he was a tremendous fan of going to mikvah. But upon him, again, during Corona there are definitely people who are not going to the mikvah, and that's I think quite sensible to do as well. By the way, those that do go to the mikvah. There's a big you're allowed to use the towels, right? We'll get to the alochos of using fresh clothing. Fresh towels might theoretically be included. Uh, some are mekel, the river safraim is mekel, because it's like going to a hotel and getting fresh bedding. But that we'll get to. Um, okay, so swimming for pleasure we know is not good, even for children under chinach. The minag is that even children under chinach, we are machmeh and they don't swim. I will tell you again, an addition... That if you've got children in quarantine, again, where you, where, you, where you guys are, it's not a gear. But by us, I know many families that their children haven't left their front door for two weeks it's quite difficult for them. And yes, I would say, you can absolutely make a paddling ball. You can make a little, you know, little thing. It's not thing, called swimming. You know, you're just giving them a little Nenuchas HaNefesh, which is also very, very psychologically important. And therefore, you know, I, I think you could be able to do that. Again, if they need it, then obviously you could do it. But in a regular case, then children should not go swimming, under the, even under the age of Chinuch. Erev Shabbos Chazoin. That's this week. This week is what we call Shabbos Chazoin. Shabbos Chazoin is named after the Haftoyah. That we say this Shabbos, after is Chazon of and next Shabbos, meaning the Shabbos after Tishabav, is, is Shabbos Nachamu. But Shabbos Chazon has slightly different halachas, and Erev Shabbos is slightly different. The Ramah brings that Be'etzim washing. Right yesterday we talked about having a shower. And we basically said that, you know, unless you really need to, you shouldn't. Unless if you need to, you're doing it for the sweat, then it's okay. Lukewarm, quick, in and out, whatever. And Erev Shabbos really is the same din as all the nine days. However, there are those that are mekel when it comes to Erev Shabbos. The Erev Shabbos brings down that people think you could be mekel Erev Shabbos Chazoin like regular. And he says, It's not true. And they're going to have to give din v'hejben for that. So, a lot of the posts come Moshe and others want to say that nowadays, since it's so normal for a person to have a shower in the regular way on Erev Shabbos, on a regular Erev Shabbos, then he's able to do it this week, and therefore that's why many posts allow a person to have a totally normal shower on Erev Shabbos this week with with, with, with hot water, soap, and shampoo. Uh, you know, again, I would say if you don't really need the boiling hot water and you could kind of manage with a lukewarm quick shower... Do you have to? No. Is it better? Probably. It's probably because it is a machloikas and it's a chosh But again, there's definitely a mockum to be made for a person to have a totally normal regular shower this Erev Shabbos. Um, if a person is going on a date, Snagheh? Anyone? Snagheh. Okay, good. Fine. So we'll talk later about, you know, what to say what not to say there's a whole stipler explaining how I always tell the boys what to say what not to say it's more important by the way what not to say than what yes to say just by the way but anyway if you are going on a date you are allowed to have a shower that's not a problem. Again, I don't, I don't think the date requires a hot shower for 25 minutes singing. I think it's enough to have a warm, lukewarm shower for five five minutes and out of there. But whatever, right? If a person, for example, some people suffer from very bad dandruff or dry skin in a way that if they don't wash their hair every day, they can suffer quite badly. Again, all of those things for a fua will be mutter. For example, pregnant women sometimes, you know, for them it eases the pain, especially if they're at the end of pregnancy. Then there's definitely a mock for these things. Okay, uh, by the way, before bris, if it's not just a gear to any of you, but if you're going to make a bris in the next few days, so the bal bris, the Via ben, and obviously the Sanduk and the moil are allowed to uh, have a shower on the day of the actual bris. Now, buying new clothing, okay, very common. We spoke, if you remember, about the three weeks, and we said that there's no real isra in buying clothing during the three weeks. The only issue really is making a Shekhyonu, and since we don't really make a Shekhyonu on most of our clothing... Except the real chosh ones, pretty much everything is okay. However, during the nine days from Rishchodesh Av, Rabbi said this, Tuesday night, that's not far, right? Not so many hours left till Tuesday night, Shkia. You are not allowed to buy any type of clothing, the Brewer says, even a pair of socks. Even something not kash of whatsoever—a pair of socks, underpants, uh, uh, an undershirt, a t-shirt—doesn't make a difference. Even for children, we do not buy. Even if you're only going to wear it after Tishah B'av, it's a very common shayla, right? People are going away, and therefore, oh my gosh, I'm going away. I need X Y Z, so I'll buy it and I'll wear it after Tishah B'av. It doesn't make a difference. The simcha of buying. it already, but it doesn't count. What's that? Ordering, what if I it already? very good. No, if you bought it already now, then you're fine. It's the three weeks. But ordering, I'm going to get to in a minute. One second. Um. So again, if uh, even if you're wearing it after of the mister beresikot mem test said it is a problem and therefore is a is not good. Secondhand clothing is also awesome if it gives you pleasure. Right, if it gives you something chosh of second hand, so it's going to be a problem. The only exception we have that Mr. Brewer already brings is if something's on sale. Now, a sale, by the way, means it's not going to be available after Tish and I guess wasn't available before the 90s. It went on sale all of a sudden, and it's a massive change in price. So then the Mishaburah says, then I could be makel if it's a massive change in price and it's not available after Tish so then you could be makel and... Um, buy. Another exception would be if you have a baby during the nine days and you've got no clothing. right? There's an Indian, by the way, not to buy clothing before the baby is born, especially if you don't know if it's a boy or girl, which you shouldn't really know anyway, because that Rebbe like, Chanezki brings the Gemara, right? Bracha comes to those things that are hidden. You shouldn't learn these things. But we'll talk about that when we talk about having babies. But I'll on him. If you need clothing then for the baby, there's no problem whatsoever. That is okay. If you need shoes for tishabov by the way, if you need shoes for Tisha B'Av right now, now's your time. Go look on the cupboard. Don't all of a sudden be one of those people like, I've got new no shoes for Tisha B'Av. Where were you before this? You didn't know about this? You didn't know Tisha is coming? You had that much in and betochen that a is coming and there won't be a Tisha B'Av? You're like the guy that buys a new kinnis every year? Because after, after Tisha B'Av he puts it in Seamus because I don't need it next year? So every day, every year he buys a new ki- There are people like that, by the way. Such people do exist. Incredibly enough if you're one of those guys I hear you asking Akasha oh I need shoes for Tisha b'a because I didn't think Tisha b'a would happen this year alright but if you're not one of those look now and buy now but if you don't have then anachamami I mean really the truth of that is you should go with your socks anyway it's much more koshif it's supposed to margish the character to feel the ground anyway um, right that's clothing what about buying things that are not clothing items items right you want to buy anything so, what's the halacha. First of all, if they're expensive, absolutely not. If they're not expensive, like, for example, I don't know, you need a new frying pan. Your frying pan just burnt. So, I need to, I must go get a new frying pan. Now, it's not expensive. It costs a few quid. But at the end of the day, it's something new. So, then the post can say, if you need it, it's not of there's definitely a mock to be made. But it's not really the time that you should go buy yourself a new fridge. I'm saying, oh, you car for sure not. It's not the time to buy major appliances and major chasheva things. That's not the right time. The ordering things, are very common, Shaila. If you are paying for it now, then kesef is koina, and therefore you shouldn't do it. If you pay for it upon delivery, then you could order it now. Because the miser, it doesn't become yours until either you get it or you pay for it. So, if either one of them haven't happened, both of them haven't happened, then you are allowed window shopping. By the way, the price can say it should be avoided. It's not the time to go window shopping. And, mitzvah items... Mitzvah items were of, For example, you need a new pair of tzitzes, a new couple, a pair of tefillin, something like that. Uh, tefillin maybe not, because that's a of item. Even a talas godl, some of the boys can say. You shouldn't, you shouldn't buy something of. The idea is, it's a sad time. It's not a time that a person should be, you know, doing things that are, um, that are very, very of. Next. Fixing and sewing. The Torah brings down that it's to matakin begodim, right? So if something tore and it needs a quick fix, for example, your button fell off of your jacket. I can't go to doubling without a button on my jacket. So I need a quick little sewing here and there. That's not a problem. That's not called matika. That's not a problem whatsoever. I can even give a clothing to a goi before the nine days and wear it after Tishabab, even though he's going to do it. It's not a problem. Uh, teaching sewing, by the way, I've been asked this before, is not a problem, because you're not really using it, and a Jewish tailor that needs to sew for Parnassah purposes, there's definitely more of a mockum to be made, at least until Shavua Shechalboi. Professional pictures should not be taken at this time, it's Masa or Matan, it's not a Tzorich, generally business is Mutter, because people have to work, but, you know, pictures that are professional should not be done during this time, at that, uh, in this situation. Now, moving on, Rabbi Isai, moving on, you know, I'll just tell you one thing, it's just it, well, I always remember this and I always say this every year there's a certain haugosha that you have to have for all these halachas and a lot of people don't have it and I remember my mother telling me and she grew up in London and not that many years ago I mean whatever quite a few years ago but not that many years ago and she told me that during the nine days nobody went to the park the kids didn't go to the park it just wasn't the dumb thing like no, nobody would dare to be seen in the park during the nine days it's just not what we do but doesn't, it's not ossa. But she said, it's the nine days. Like, I'm going to go and have fun in the park. You know, there's, there's a certain gosha that maybe they had more then than we do now. There's a certain gosha that we have to have for all of these halachas. And as we mentioned, these are things that get us closer and closer to a little bit of understanding of the Chobin Beis HaMikdosh. Let's move on, Rabbi Yisai. The Shulchanor says that we're not meant to be wearing fresh clothing. Obviously not new clothing, that's poshet, But even freshly laundered clothing. What's the reason? Says the Shulchanor, it's a sign of mourning... We know that an oval Rachman al-Islan doesn't change their clothing all week. Therefore, we also should not wear fresh clothing. Fresh clothing is a simcha, it's kishmak. You put on a fresh T-shirt, ah, fresh it's got that fresh smell. That is not good. We should not have that. It applies to men, women, and children over the age of Chinich, and it also applies to any clothing, bed sheets, towels, and, and anything similar to tablecloth, and anything to that. Big day uh, undergarments, underwear undershirt socks, and these things. So a lot of posts are on and say that since they're only there to go and recover the zea, the sweat, therefore it's no problem putting fresh ones on. However, I will tell you, with Moshe, uh, there are many people out there that say, oh yeah, with Moshe's makele. Okay, so with Moshe holds over here that you're not allowed to wear fresh underwear on the nine days. And so Paskin Roshavit Alevi, Nissan Karelitz, Rabbi Zil Obach told me as well. But again, there are definitely Mokhim. You know, the Kafah is makel, the Flemish was makel, and it said that uh, undergarments are not included. So what do you do? What do you do? What you do is you prepare before the nine days. Okay, so guys, you haven't got that long, but you have a little bit of time to prepare. How, mu- how long do you have to best? The Benesh Chai says you have to wear it for at least three to four hours. The Das Kedoshim says you have to wear it for a Shnia, for a Rege for a moment. We generally, Paskin, according to Vilyash of another post-game, that if you wore it for half an hour, you took away the freshness. If you put on a shirt for half an hour and walk around with it, it hasn't got that fresh feeling. Now, I will tell you, if you're hot, for example, in Eretz Yisrael, it's boiling hot outside, you walk outside for five minutes with that shirt, it's already lost the freshness, and that's good enough. Right? So therefore, you need to wear the shirt, the trousers, and if, again, you're going like the Khumrah of the underwear, also, just for a half an hour, so you should start preparing yourself things before. If you didn't, what do you do? or if you ran out of the things that you prepared, what do you do? So what you should do is you should put it on the floor. Dump it on the floor for a bit, step on it with your your socks, put it in the laundry basket for a moment. You put a fresh shirt in the laundry basket for a minute or two, or even three or four, it will lose the freshness. And therefore, I would say the same thing with the underwear. Maybe you don't have to start preparing your underwear. But does it really hurt to check on the floor for a few minutes and swish it around? It loses that freshness. You know what? The covered base amygdosh will do something. Okay? But again, that is the halacha over there. Shabbos clothing wearing on, sh- on during the week, though, is obviously going to be asa. Except for on Shabbos, the meaning by us is to be meikle. Uh Decorating should not be done during... The uh, nine days, unless it's uh, unless it's done for a real purpose, like, for example, if Scheinberg was makel, then if you have a leak and it's bothering everyone, or it's a mold and it's, you know, really bothering the smell or whatever, then there's obviously a mocha to Mekel. But if it's done for Simcha, then it's a problem. Decorating the house, putting, uh, you know, planting things should not be done. If you want to buy a, your mother, for example, a nice bunch of flowers to Shabbos, that's not a problem. You're allowed to buy a safer, obviously for yourself, and also for a Bar Mitzvah boy. That's not a problem whatsoever. Shabbos Chazoin. This Shabbos, Rabbi Say, You're allowed to cut your nails, Look covered Shabbos Kodesh. You're also allowed to wear Shabbos clothing, even though, by the way, many hold you're not allowed to, that you should not wear Shabbos clothing. But we Paskin L'Aloch that you are allowed to wear Shabbos clothing on Shabbos Chazoin. That is not a problem whatsoever. That is fine. Motza Shabbos this week right? Most of Shabbos this week, do you have to immediately get undressed and get out of your Shabbos clothing? It's now the nine days. It's not Shabbos anymore. What are you doing? And by the way, on Shabbos, you have to, you're allowed to wear fresh clothing. This, by the way, is the eighth set for a person that didn't prepare enough. So this year we have Shabbos, bank smack in the middle. It's great, right? Bank smack in the middle, we've got Shabbos. So what you do is, Friday night you wear one shirt, Shabbos morning you wear another shirt Shabbos afternoon after the shloof you put on another one and this way you prepared without saying it obviously because you're not doing my then that's how you prepare and that's not a problem because you're anyway getting undressed. You can't specifically take off shirts every twenty minutes on Shabbos in order to prepare, because that's a maisarachana. But if you're anyway getting undressed for the night or for the afternoon shlof, then that will be an Etzer to prepare on Shabbos, because on Shabbos you're allowed to wear freshly laundered clothing. Now, you do not, according to most post poskim, you do not have to get undressed straight after, even though the chazanish removed the Shabbos clothing immediately after Shabbos. Most poskim all that since it's, you're wearing it in a covered Shabbos, from lava malka, whatever, so therefore whenever you get undressed for the night, that's when you can take off your Shabbos clothing, but you don't have to take off immediately. Leftovers from Shabbos, there is a sheet of that holds that if you every single week eat Malava Malka with Flayshiks, then you can eat Malava Malka this week with Flayshiks. Most poskim hold not that way. The Maram Shik, the Arash Shulchan, and others, they held that you cannot eat Flayshiks on Mozzer Shabbos this week, and that's generally the Minig in that case. Okay, so pretty much that ends and that pretty much sums up most of the Shilas. Um I don't know if any of you have extra shaylas. Put them on the chat or email me, aw at etrog.net.il and uh, we'll try to go through that. And uh, pretty much, again, remember that the lockers that we're saying now are just to give us an understanding, a recognition of what it's all about. And if we keep these alochas... And we really keep them. comes to the nine days, we're getting closer and closer and closer to Tishabov, Then maybe when we come to Tishabov we'll have some kind of you know recognition because we spent three weeks already on preparing and understanding and living the fact that we don't have all our comforts because we don't have a base HaMikdosh. So you know what? We don't have a base HaMikdosh. The Shechina isn't here. The is not here. If the is not here, how can we live a comfortable life? For a whole year, we manage. But you know what? For three weeks, we can be a little bit comfortable, uncomfortable, especially during the nine days, but as Okay.